Does absinthe make your heart grow fonder? Oh my, what a question. <laughs> Check Please Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQBD and by Total Wine and More, offering more than 8,000 wines, 2,500 beers, and 3,000 spirits. Total Wine and More, now with nine Bay Area locations. TotalWine.com. Redwood Credit Union offers personal and business banking, mobile access, and nationwide ATMs. It's banking for people who call this home and the future we're building together. Redwood Credit Union. transplant procedure that didn't just save one life. It saved six. It's a thousand things, big and small. Sutter Health. The Bay Area Airport that's close and reliable. iFlyOAK.com Hi, I'm Leslie Sabraco. Welcome to Check, Please! Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. We have three guests, and each one recommends one of their favorite spots, and the other two go check them out to see what they think. In this episode, we revisit three destinations that take us on a journey through French cuisine, Bay Area style. Up first, Joanna Manders is a product designer. Along with specs for bag designs in her purse is a blueprint for regular visits to a little French spot on a tree-lined street in Coal Valley. It's easy to miss this cozy eatery with vintage poster-lined walls and updated French menu, but it offers a satisfying treat. On Cole Street in San Francisco, it's called Zazie. I'm Jennifer Pila, owner of Zazie Restaurant in Cole Valley. Zazie, uh, the name of the restaurant, came from the film Zazie dans le Metro by Louis Mal, a French film from the 60s. Where the main character, Zazie, was uh, sort of the French Shirley Temple. But because she was French, of course, she drank and smoked and swore. Uh, Coal Valley is a real pocket in the center of the city, full of families. A lot of regulars come into our restaurant. I'd say we know about 80% of the people that walk in the door. That keeps us on our toes as far as constantly changing the menu, adding special events every season. And then we also have uh, special weekly events for them. Zazie feels like a house party. It feels like a, a home dinner party every night where tables next to each other know each other, where the staff knows their tables. We're the only non-union restaurant in San Francisco to have full benefits, to my knowledge. And I think that that really makes our staff welcoming and friendly and the kind of people that you want to come back and see again and again. Zazie has been famous for our brunches for years. However, my real favorite is the dinners. I think that they're unique, interesting, sitting outside on the garden patio under the stars. Okay, Joanna, I just like saying Zazie, maybe Zazie. <laughs> this is French fare. This is, is casual bistro fare, right? Yes, it is a very cozy French bistro in Coal Valley, and it's just a really great neighborhood spot. I love driving over off the beaten track a little because it's not the hot, trendy spot. 
and I like how nice the, the service is and how they kind of accommodate you if you don't get in right away. You can go to the bar next door and get a drink. Um, I, we, we actually um, got there early and they brought glasses out. They poured the beer for us when we brought our own beer on Tuesdays. Because and they have a, a bring-your-own, no-corkage-fee oh, right. Tuesday. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I just think that the food is so delicious. It's like French comfort food, and it's also a very good price. So I, I always enjoy it, and I also appreciate that I can talk to people. It's not too loud. I went for dinner, but I'll tell you, I was not expecting anything that terrific. Mm -hmm. I went with two friends. We had no idea where we were going, what we were doing, and we were thrilled. Oh, and all three of us loved our food. That's great. And I had the price fix menu. Yes. And only because, not because of the price, but I was going to order everything mm -hmm. on it. It was delicious. I had the um, polenta mm -hmm. with the, the mascarpone and the eggs and uh -huh. the tomato sauce. Drop dead. But my friend had the, had the um, raviolis with the prawns. Mm -hmm. And I'm having that next time. Oh, so you steal our plate. It was <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh, and we great. all were happy, all three of us. So mm -hmm. it was, I think it was that's a great, great find. Great find. Now, and yeah. um, what did you have when you ate? Um, yeah, I, we had the lemon ricotta mm -hmm. uh, ravioli, which was mm -hmm. fantastic. I got to tell you, the standout dish for me was actually the roasted uh, trout yeah, with okay. cherry tomatoes and basil vinaigrette. That was so delicious. Mm -hmm. I've mm -hmm. never had fish that great mm -hmm. and so I just thought it was a fantastic find mm -hmm. uh, for me. It, you're not kidding though about easily missing it because we oh, literally yeah. passed by I think three times before realizing oh there it is. Yeah, it uh, is. But uh, once Could we were there. Did you find parking? Um, you know we actually used Muni because oh, it's right good. close to um, Judah. Yeah. Uh, line so it was very easy uh, right, just to right. go there so now are you a breakfast brunch person there or um... I usually go there for dinner mm -hmm. I actually have been there for brunch but I feel like the experience is a little bit better for dinner um, mm. I actually like sitting on the back patio mm -hmm. they have heat lamps on a cold San Francisco night and it's got lights strung up and it just feels a little bit like you're transported out of the city for mm -hmm. a little so I, I really like that but I also love for brunch the mimosa that you can design yourself. Mm. It's like you can choose the juice that you wow. want in your mimosa, and it's all different kinds of juice. And then they can bring out they bring out a little carafe of the juice and then a carafe of the champagne. So that's kind of fun if you're mm. going with a girlfriend. I, I, like, I like Joey. <laughs> you are together. Yeah, that sounds good. It's a great. I think it's just a great place to go with friends, and mm. uh, you can actually talk. Like a lot of places, they're too loud. Right. I feel like it's like this really nurturing environment for conversation. You can bring your dog on Monday night. You can bring your dog. Yeah, there's a dog that. Bring your dog. So that's kind of. And what fun. about the service there? I thought the service was actually terrific. They mm -hmm. were very uh, attentive. You know, it's a very crowded space, so mm. I was kind of wondering, you know, how they were going to maneuver actually all right. the tables. But I, I have to really characterize the service as very seamless. They were, mm -hmm. they came right at the right time. To I, ask if we were happy with our meal, exactly. and then she just disappeared. It okay. was great, and we said we were thrilled, and then uh -huh. she just went away, which I like. I don't like someone hovering over. Right, you. right. So. Did you have dessert, Lois? You were so thrilled with dinner, and um, you got a prefix. I think we were full. I can't. <laughs> Oh, oh no, we did. We had two dessert. Mine came with. Yeah, yours. Oh, it was. It was. The, it was the crumble. It was the. 
A rhubarb crumble with I, I ordered the gelato ice cream. It was terrific, and then we had a chocolate mousse dessert. Oh, oh yeah, we didn't leave it. We didn't leave it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get better. Than that. And what about because you've got the prefix? Do you do you feel that this was a, a good value? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, terrific value. And what they did, which I like, because when you're a little older, sometimes you can't eat that much. So the first <laughs> and the third courses is supposed to be smaller, and the middle course, which is the main, is full. Uh, the full size, and I was stuffed. So mm -hmm. I thought it was perfect. Okay, good. Right. Yeah, no complaints from me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this is your restaurant, so I want you to wrap it up for us, Joanna. I would say that this is a cozy neighborhood spot with delicious French bistro food, and you will not be disappointed. Lois? An unexpected surprise, and I'd definitely make the trip to San Francisco to go again. Oh, all right, right. and Ed. Uh, cheaper than a trip to Paris and uh, <laughs> with an unexpectedly robust menu of French bistro cuisine. If you would like to try Zazie, it's on Cole Street at Carlin, San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-564-5332. It's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner weekdays with brunch and dinner on the weekends. Reservations are recommended, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $40. Our next restaurant from season 11 was chosen by retired professor and fiction writer Elaine Klassen, who grew up in a restaurant. Having seen the good, the bad, and the ugly behind the scenes, she opted for another path in life and now creates her own culinary stories. Comfort food is served up at Elaine's Pick, although it's so elaborate it's called American Bistro Fair. The bold flavors are presented in an elegant setting full of neighborly charm in Los Gatos at Nick's Next Door. This restaurant used to be a home and then the old owner transferred it into a restaurant. The tree is about, I want to say, 180 years old. We produce good California bistro style food that is made with love. Hi, I'm Nick DeFew, and I own Nick's Next Door in Los Gatos. I went to Culinary Academy in San Francisco. The teachers there were old-school French teachers, and they basically said, you have to work 15, 16 hours a day minimum to get ahead in this business. And I said, okay. I said goodbye to my friends and family pretty much for a good four or five years, and I dived into it. One of the reasons why I got into this business is because I wanted to make people happy. My grandmother was the one who inspired me to, to, to become a chef because she cooked for us and it was, it was made with love. I just wanted to provide that same happiness that I felt every day when I was there. Everybody works five days a week here. We were closed uh, Sundays and Mondays because Sundays and Mondays are family days. It's very important for us to be able to spend time with our, our family. I would have never wanted to do anything else. It's been a pleasure to provide those smiles, to be able to provide food and make people happy with it. It was the best decision I ever made. Now, I just have to say, you know, when you say check, please, at this place, how do you get the check? Oh, it's in a wonderful book. They do st stick the check in a book, and people do write comments all over the book. Right. It's very charming. So a new way of saying check, please. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> how did you discover Nick's? Well, I'm in the neighborhood. I live very close by, and it was a tiny little hole in the wall on Main Street. We suggested, you know, since it was so hard to get into, that he needed to expand. And he said, no, I'd rather be full than have a bigger restaurant and be empty. But eventually he had to, and he moved around the corner. It's not Nick's next door. It's Nick's around the corner. Mm -hmm. We followed him, and uh, I think half the town has followed him. What is your dish that you grab every time? 
time? Well, there's a lot, but I think my favorite is the steak. I think it's one of the best steaks around. And my snobby food daughter uh, from L.A. says that she thinks it was the best steak she's ever had, too. <laughs> it's, it's just wonderfully flavorful. It's very juicy. It's always done precisely as we ask. Mm -hmm. It comes with uh, frites. And it feels like a French bistro. But I have a hard time not just sticking to appetizers because I love his starters. And I have definitely had two or three starters for a meal instead of ordering a main dish. And what's your favorite? I think I like the chicken mm -hmm. liver pate, which is served with sherry and red cherries and has that wonderful sweet that goes so well with, with liver. I definitely love the chicken liver pate. Ryan, where did you um, go first? Absolutely. I took my mom to lunch. Aww. Um, <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I thought guy. that was really nice that was guy. that was nice, and I know um, everyone went to dinner, but our lunch experience was great. Mm -hmm. We arrived; it was very, very busy. Mm -hmm. So they said, "Please take a seat on the patio," and we actually started with a hibiscus lemonade in the sun of Los Gatos. Wow! We're both San Franciscans, mm -hmm. so the sun is like we sit and we just basked <laughs> in it for about 20 minutes before we got a table, and then we went right to the uh, crab. Toast. We would have liked to have a little more of that very clean Dungeness crab flavor. It was a little muddled with avocado and a farmer's cheese. But when I got that really great big bite of lumpy crab meat, that was excellent. And there was enough where if we had finished it, we wouldn't have been able to finish much else. It was it was entree portion size. I love how large the, the starter portions are. They are. Did you agree with that, Philippe? I did. I had the chicken liver pate. And it was infused with cognac, and I loved it because my mom used to make that. Oh. It was served with croutons, it was delicious, it was creamy, just perfect. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to have comfort food that night, probably because it looks like a house to me, it looks like someone's inviting me to their home. <laughs> so I had the meatloaf, and it was served with a wonderful creamy mushroom uh, coulis or a sauce, and underneath there were <laughs> this these most wonderful mashed potatoes. It was like eating clouds. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that I ate that whole dish in maybe five minutes, and it was delicious. It you was came delicious. out with, with mashed potatoes all over, <laughs> your, <laughs> all over your mustache and your beard, didn't you? He's really famous for that meatloaf. His, it's his grandmother's recipe, he says. It is very flavorful. Uh -huh. It is a, an American bistro, right? And so for me, I hear that, and I automatically gravitate toward the burger. This one, I think, was elevated. It was delicious. They called it a Kobe burger, and the meat was rich, velvety. There's a bit of pork belly that really sets it off, and it had really nice tomatoes. That's not heavy at all, is it? A little, a little pork belly on your burger? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what? And they, were, and they were nice enough because, again, I was with my mom. I said, you know, can we split these mains? Yeah. And they actually brought it out to us, yeah. burger, even Split. in half with nice. her scallops on the other half of one plate for each of us. Wow. And I thought that was so considerate. Really, that made the experience really special. And, and you um, had scallops as well? And we had the scallops, mm -hmm. which were perfect. <laughs> with a crispy kale, which that um, bitterness mm -hmm. in the scallops that they served with the polenta in a kind of a really light Italian sausage sauce, and I think, to me, that was the star dish at lunch. Mm -hmm. He's doing things that a lot of people in the Bay Area are doing, but I think he just does them so well. Uh, for example, roasted Brussels sprouts. That's very popular now, but his are just 
cooked so perfectly, charred on the outside and really soft and mushy on the inside, with some, of course, pork belly in there too. <laughs> but we also had wine, and I love that Nick's features Santa Cruz. And people don't know what a historic region that is, the Santa Cruz Mountains for wine. There's some beautiful wineries there. It is. It was yeah. really good. Service was impeccable. Um, oh, yeah, the service was service terrific. Was. Don't they make you feel like you're just part of the family? Oh, you are. Mm -hmm. and, and they're very intuitive, too. When I arrived there after driving from San Francisco, the waitstaff, the, the hostess, um, you know, when I arrived, she looked at me and she said, you need a cocktail. And I said, I do. <laughs> <laughs> And we were sat down on the veranda in the front, mm -hmm. and we just had a wonderful evening. It was warm and so anti-San Francisco oh, for weather. It's, uh, it, it was, was great. Nice what about desserts? Warm. Any desserts for the group here? Oh, we had the banana bread pudding, which came with a huge dollop of rich, airy whipped cream on top. And it came with a little uh, cognac in the base, and it was excellent. All right, Elaine, your restaurant, give us a quick summary. A true neighborhood gem. Uh, everybody has a good time at Nick's, and we always go back. All right, and Philippe? Go there for a slow evening with friends. And Ryan? I wish Nick's was next door <laughs> to my home in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to try Nick's Next Door, it's located on College Avenue at Main in Los Gatos. The telephone number is 408-402-5053. It's open for lunch and dinner Tuesday through Saturday. Reservations are recommended, and the average dinner tab per person without drinks is around $30. Our third pick hails from season two. Actor and business analyst Robert Young's Southern French Brasserie sets the stage for what he says are classics, combined with California creativity. Robert claims that there's no rehearsal for his restaurant. In over seven years of dining there, he hasn't had a bad dish. That, combined with the casual but plush atmosphere, makes it worthy of his encore. On Hayes in San Francisco, it's called Absinthe Brasserie and Bar. Absinthe is a spirit that's it's a style of pastis that's infused with wormwood. It's said to have hallucinogenic qualities if you drink enough of it. It was very popular around the turn of last century in Paris, around the, the era of the Belle Epoque. We came to the idea of this restaurant wanting to evoke a lively artistic spirit that was so celebrated around the turn of last century in Paris. Eddie Arriaga, our current chef, has been with Absinthe since it opened eight years ago and just recently took over as, as chef. Eddie's menu pulls initially from southern France and a little bit from Italy, a little bit from Spain, but he's also come in and brought some, some dishes of his own that have been new and exciting and, and things that we haven't seen here before. The guests here at Absinthe can range anywhere from a couple that's going out to the opening night of the opera that's get, getting all dressed up to go out for this very special night to young 20 and 30-somethings that want to come in and hang out at the bar and just have cocktails. We'll see the entire spectrum of San Francisco society and diversity all on the same night. All right, Robert, does absinthe make your heart grow fonder? Oh my, what a question. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist, I had to do it. Uh, yeah. to, one actor to another, right? You know, I don't think of absinthe a lot at odd times, but when I think of a restaurant that I want to take people to, where the environment is lovely, the service is lovely, and the food can be guaranteed to be good, that one comes up on the short list. Very definitely. And what do you normally get when you go there? I mean, is it a place for snacks, for appetizers? Do you go for dinner, just for dessert before the theater or something? Uh, I have sometimes gone in there for dessert 
occasionally we'll go just into the bar and sit and have uh, the cafe menu there. But most of the time I go for the sit, to sit at the table, have a good hour and a half to just chat leisurely, drink good wine. And yeah. what are your favorite dishes? I'll tell you, the, there is one classic that I can think of that interestingly stays on a menu that changes very regularly, and that's uh, Cocovin. And their coquevin is really uh, excellent. Is excellent. Well, that yeah. of course, along with French onion soup and mm. and French fries, yes, can sort of define a French restaurant. Right? True. All right. Yeah. What about your experience there? Did you have the French fries? I have to ask. I didn't have the French fries. Had the French onion soup, and it was very traditional. It was delicious. Lots of cheese on it. Really enjoyed mm. that. Um, also had a cheese course, which I don't normally do, mm. and we really did the full-on dining experience, went for the leisurely evening. There weren't any shows, so we had pretty much the restaurant to ourselves, which was really nice. Our waiter, Aaron, was phenomenal. And I had um, the rack of lamb, mm -hmm. which was delicious. And the sauces were, they were so light, you know, they just weren't heavy and overpowering over the dishes. So. Now he's being quiet over here, so yeah. I want to hear <laughs> Jim's The French opinion. fries rock. Uh, <laughs> thank the you. The French fries are excellent. I had them with the ribeye, which I ordered rare. That's always that's mm. my test, test for restaurant. Yeah. Do they really yeah, get the the rare rice? Yeah. Steak right. It was awesome. But you know what else was really good? We had an arugula salad. Mm. So the salad had little bits of um, grapefruit and watermelon in it, and some freshly roasted pine nuts. Right. Like you said, mm. the lightness of the sauces, it was yeah. like it was dressed. It was like the arugula was picked like three minutes before they served it to us. Yeah. And I don't know how they dressed it, just a hint of something. Yes. Uh -huh. But it was like one of the most wonderful salads I've ever had. Mm. Totally blown away. And then, it's one of these foodie terms, I don't remember it, I'm sorry. It was some sort of marinated calamari dish, which mm -hmm. I had as an appetizer. Mm. Everything at this place was great. Mm -hmm. I mean, thank you, thank you, thank you. But you really, really. feel like you're in a Parisian bistro mm -hmm. or a, you know, a French bistro. I felt I, I was do. in a do good you know restaurant. Yes. That I find distinctive about the restaurant in terms of the service that you wouldn't necessarily find in a bistro is they have, I don't quite know what to call them, but they have a sort of mid-level staff that aren't the busboys and it isn't the waiter who keep their attention on the kitchen. And when your food comes up, it is out at your table immediately. And that's just really impressive. Two doors down, the owner also has a little wine store named Arlequin, and on Sundays they, you can go buy a bottle of wine and bring it over to the restaurant, no corkage fee. Oh, that's so nice. So for a nice Sunday brunch. And their half bottle selection, mm -hmm. which um, I love to see on a restaurant wine list, is terrific. It allows you to really just have a, a little bit of white if you want it, a little bit of red if you yeah. want it. The most <laughs> incredible drinks menu you're ever going to see, mm -hmm. or at least I've ever seen. It's like a binder right. this thick and just, just page after page. Yes. I had something called L'Opera. Very good. Can't remember what was in it, but it was the present, I mean, the, the little lemon thing was floating perfectly in the middle of the glass. Mm -hmm. They use nice glass. I mean, the, everything gleams in the place. It's yeah. immaculately clean. And it's pretty lively. What about the atmosphere? I mean, was it, did you sit at the bar? When I did initially got the there, we were seated in that front room where the bar is, and I thought the noise was gonna be a problem. Then they hand you the phone book of drinks, and I was distracted, and they never <laughs> bothered me again. After two, you hardly heard a thing. <laughs> you know? It's a great place for a date. Pretty much accommodates mm -hmm. anything. It's comfortable, very casual. The wait staff lets you have your space. Mm -hmm. And the parking the car was good. Low. We got a spot right in front as we pulled up. How good for you. So did I. <laughs> All right, since this is your spot, Robert, mm -hmm. tell everybody why they should go to Absinthe. They should go for the combination of the ambience, 
for that lovely balance between plush and really comfortable, for the service, and for the knowing that no matter when you go, you're going to get quality food. It doesn't differ in its quality. It's always good. It's always good. Karen, would you agree? I would agree. Traditional brasserie food and just a really nice atmosphere that you can just be at home in, really comfortable. All right. I would have to say all of those things, yes, I love the food, obviously, but it's got to be a special occasion place. I mean, for two of us, it was, it was well over $100. So, I mean, you know. You're right. If you get a really good wine, you can easily mm -hmm. go up there. Mm -hmm. Didn't even get a wine. Just had little drinks and things. Go and get up to, drinks, you yeah. know. Seven but, drinks, sure. up. But no, a special <laughs> occasion place. I mean, there, there are about, like you say, there's a short list of restaurants in the city that I know are dependable. Yeah. If you would like to go to Absinthe Brasserie and Bar, it's on Hayes at Golf in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-551-1590. It's open every day for lunch and dinner with brunch on weekends. Reservations are recommended, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $55. If you missed these places the first time around, we hope you've enjoyed a look back at three spots in the Bay Area. Now you have a chance to check them out. Product designer Joanna Manders showed us that the blueprint for a great French meal can be found right here in San Francisco at Zazie. Retired professor and fiction writer Elaine Klassen from season 11 discovered the unique flavors from a Cordon Bleu trained chef at Nick's Next Door. And finally, from season two, there's no acting required when it comes to the joy Robert Young's restaurant brings him. For French cuisine with California flair, Absinthe Brasserie and Bar is the ticket. We really want to hear about your experiences at any of the restaurants we've been talking about. So keep in touch with us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Or better yet, post your favorite food shots on Instagram at hashtag Bay Area Bites and have a chance to see your food pics on the show. And don't forget that you can watch any of the shows on our website at kqed.org slash check, please. It's where you'll find the links to the restaurant and where you'll find my notes and recommendations on all of the wines through the seasons. So join us next time when three new guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check Please Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sabraco, and I'll see you then. Cheers. Check Please Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQBD and by the Bay Area Airport that's close and reliable. iFlyOAK.com the transplant procedure that didn't just save one life. It saved six. It's a thousand things, big and small. Sutter Health. Redwood Credit Union offers personal and business banking, mobile access, and nationwide ATMs. It's banking for people who call this home and the future we're building together. Redwood Credit Union. Cooking is the first kind of love you know. It was starting when I was a child with my grandmother doing fresh pasta and now I transmit it to all the guests. It's something made specially for them. Oceana Cruises, proud sponsor of Check Please Bay Area. Total Wine & More, offering more than 8,000 wines, 2,500 beers, and 3,000 spirits. Total Wine & More, now with nine Bay Area locations. TotalWine.com.